Hey, hey there, welcome back. And if you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I don't know about you, but I've reached a point of uh, enough already. Don't get me wrong, there's been some amazing things that have happened in life over the last three years. And yet the continual lingering of uncertainty is too much sometimes, right? It's just, I can't be the only one that's like enough already with the madness. First we went through from a virus we knew nothing about to scrambling for shelter, then toilet paper shortage, then food shelves being wiped clean, to mask, to protesting, to looting, to rioting, to vaccines, to war, to gas costing an arm and a leg, to inflation, and now possibly the tipping scales to a recession. Oh, and let's not forget about the endless political campaigning that's shoved down your throat every stinking time you open your email, social media accounts, turn on the radio, or your TV. I mean, enough already. Oh, and I haven't even mentioned billboards and the little cardboard signs that are splattered all over people's lawns. And now, I know I'm forgetting so much more that's happened or is happening right now, but like, you want to get off the crazy train. So let's talk about that today. But before we do, let me introduce myself. Hi there, I'm Dr. Kelly Ray. I'm a mindset coach counselor, notably known as the inner critic tamer, and I am passionate about helping others just like you and me who have survived things perhaps we don't necessarily like to talk about, but we know we want to because it's better for us, our lives. It's better for our kids and their kids to come. I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, that inner childhood conditioning, or as I would like to say, undo that crap that happened along the way and maybe continues to keep you stuck sometimes and teach you how to heal from it in order to live the vibrant life you were designed to live. And during this episode, we're going to be talking about how to take charge of your life even when the world around you feels like it's going to hell in a handbasket. I got nine things I want to talk to you about. Nine ways that you can help you, your friends, your family, those that are also wanting to get off this crazy train, uh, to, to do that. So first is be yourself. Do you ever feel like you're living someone else's life? We often think we know who we are because we're living a certain way. The truth is that life doesn't determine who we are, we dictate our lives by the habits and behaviors that we repeat. And oftentimes these habits and behaviors have been repeated so long that we just assume that's who we are. How many times have you heard someone say, well, that's who I am and I'm not going to change. On the other hand, that might sound like someone's being themselves, right? And yet, When I hear someone say this, to me it's someone who's unwilling to grow, experience new things, or even look at why their life may be challenging at times. 
To truly be yourself, you must be willing to objectively view the multifacets of yourself. The good, the bad, yes, and even the ugly. It's been my experience that when people are willing to go back and look at their habits, behaviors, patterns, and beliefs, they're able to free themselves in such a way that allows them to truly live an authentic life. Number two is master goal setting. I know nobody wants to hear any more about goals, right? But I'm telling you, do we really stop growing? Do we really stop reaching for things? Do we still ever stop desiring for anything? Probably when we stop breathing, but there's always something inside of us that at least it's been again my experience that people want more. When we feel like spectators to our own lives, we can become complacent. Too much going with the flow can become stagnant. And if we're too stagnant, we can become bitter, resentful, judgy, anxious, stressed, and yes, even depressed. If we get to that point, our bodies start to take on another shape start to have interior and exterior challenges about ourselves and our thoughts can go down a dark rabbit hole. So why are we setting goals and why is that so vital? Believe it or not, our brains actually need to be challenged. And when we're not actively taking charge of what challenges our brain, then our brain looks for ways to be challenged. Think stress, think anxiety, think depression. Set goals that are challenging but achievable. Make sure they're specific and write them down. Leverage your brain's natural need for growth to take charge of your life. The beautiful thing about writing out your goals specifically is you are able to actively track your progress. And if things need adjusting, you can do so accordingly and you can do it much quicker and faster if you're aware of where you're at in the process as opposed to, eh, I'll just kind of figure it out one day. Number three, develop focus. Many of us have actually gotten distracted with our focus and have become very focused on all the chaos and madness and ridiculousness that's going on around us. And and I raise my hand to this because I certainly have at times gotten caught up in the wave of uncertainty, the wave of scarcity, the wave of, you know, what the heck are we going to do? And and you have to be mindful of this so that you can redirect your focus. Instead of being distracted by all the areas where you want to take charge of your life, focus on one area at a time. When you develop focus, you're able to see solutions where you might have missed them before. You're also able to manage your anxiety which is a product of overanalyzing all the what-ifs that may never happen. Another benefit to focusing on one area at a time is quite often the success of that one area rolling over to the other areas of our lives. And those areas begin to shift and change as well. Talk about working smarter, not harder. 
that's how you do it. Keep it simple. Number four, cultivate an attitude of gratitude. How does gratitude play into learning how to take charge of your life? Imagine your future life is exactly as you want it to be. If you're not thankful for it, you'll miss out on the outcomes you work so hard to achieve. How often have you set a goal, took action, and it petered out before even reaching the goal? More often than not, it was a result of a few things. One, you set an unrealistic expectation for yourself and didn't adjust along the way. An example, you can't have your, let's say, 30-year high school reunion in three weeks and expect to lose 50 pounds. I, I suppose if you were to do something drastic like a gastric bypass surgery, but then again, is that what the goal is, is just to look a certain way for a reunion or is it for your health longevity? Number two, you become stuck in the not knowing how to achieve it rather than focusing on why you want to achieve it. Why is your goal important to you? This is one of the things most people get caught up on is they don't even start because they're like, I don't know how to do that. I want to, I really want to, but I don't know how, so they stop. I want you to write out why. Why is it important to you? You will find, you will find the how through your why because it's important to you that you achieve your why. Three, you didn't give yourself credit for your successes along the way. That inner critic kept creeping in and telling you why you weren't successful or why it's too hard to achieve. And when that didn't work, it will then reach outside sources, for example, what others are doing and not doing and how you're not measuring up. So you quit and you think it's impossible. I'm going to encourage you as I encourage my clients, instead of dwelling on how life isn't measuring up or how you've tried before and it didn't work, use this discontentment to stimulate action. I'm telling you, you are more than your excuses, your disappointments, and your previous mistakes. You remember how it felt to quit or give up on yourself, right? I know I sure do. And it feels like crap. And it definitely takes us down an awful path until we decide to change direction. And gratitude is by far one of the greatest course corrections in the world. I can tell you that you'll feel happier, more empowered and confident with who you are and the life you're living regardless of the outside world and noises merely with thank you and gratitude. Number five, follow the 80-20 rule. This one right here is plain and simple and sometimes we need reminding of the simplest things we can do to take charge of our life even when the world is in flux. The 80-20 rule is a valuable time management tool. 
When you're working to take charge of your life, you want to make sure you're concentrating 80% of your time, energy, and attention on the task and relationships that matter most. To put the 80-20 rule into action, ask yourself, am I taking charge of my life with X activity? Is it taking me closer to my purpose? And if the answer is no, adjust your priorities so that it is in alignment with that. This is where we get distracted quite often. So this is a really quick, simple way to get you off the distraction train and back onto your action train. Number six, pace yourself. Learning how to take charge of your life is much like an endurance race. If you approach it with a sprinter's mindset, you'll burn out before crossing the finish line. Stop trying to get everything done as quickly as possible and take time to smell the roses. When you slow down, you incorporate mindfulness into your actions, which sets the stage for pursuing meaningful goals. I think it also bears sharing that what we could do when we were teens or in our 20s doesn't necessarily work when you're older. For example, many say they remember a time when they could drop weight easily, but now they feel it's impossible. And I'm going to agree in a sense because your hormones, yes, both men and women have them, have changed since you were a teenager. Moreover, your priorities, your focus on life has changed from that time period. This is not an excuse to give up on your dreams, your desires, purpose, or passions. It's a reminder that you are so much more than the teen or young adult you once were. You have so much more life experience, and why would you want to take all of that wonderful life experience and try to squeeze it back into a small box? Pacing yourself also means to not compare yourself to who you were because in truth, our memory of the past is quite often distorted. Meet yourself where you are today and set a pace for yourself that will get you back on track and in control of where you want to go rather than constantly measuring that pace from looking in the rear view mirror. Number seven, make yourself vulnerable. Making changes in your life is going to create some discomfort since you're making yourself vulnerable. You must work through this discomfort to know yourself more fully. From there, learning how to take charge of your life becomes more intuitive. You learn to trust yourself. You learn to listen to that inner knowing, that gut. Since you're operating out of your most deeply held values. So often in life we get off of just the very simple basics of what is it that we really value? What's important to us? And if you feel like you're struggling a bit to be more vulnerable, maybe because of some past experiences that have left a bad taste in your mouth, but you know you want to reopen again, then I'm going to encourage you to get in touch with me and I can definitely help you tap into yourself in such a way that you'll question why you let that stuff keep you shut down and stuck for so long. So continue listening on because at the end of this, I'm going to give you ways that you can get in touch with me. Number eight, raise your standards. 
This is what I know. If you truly want to make a change in your life, then you must raise your standards. Want a passionate relationship? Less trauma or a more fulfilling career? Don't accept anything less. You may be alone even for a while or even lose friends. Draw on your inner strength and remember that you're working towards taking charge of your life. You want to make more money or have less debt? Then maybe it's time to take a full assessment of your monthly spending. You may have to disconnect your cable, video subscriptions, and you may, may need to lay off DoorDash. But I can tell you the flip side to doing this is more money in your bank. Less time spent feeding your brain non-nutritional stimulation and even a healthier body. Number nine, hold yourself accountable. Everything in your life is a result of your decisions. Not your past, not other people's actions, not the state of the market, not where we are in the world. If you don't reach a goal, be honest about why. Learn to recognize your patterns in relationships so you can free yourself of them. Yes, it would be nice to say that, oh, my ex was a narcissist and that's why my relationships don't work out. And I'm going to kind of lean on you a little bit and say, there was a part that you played in these relationships also. So you need to get in touch with that part and heal that part in order to not attract another one of those from the past. Only when you take full responsibility for all of your choices can you take charge of your life. Are you ready to master how to take charge of your life and create the life you've always dreamed of? Then I'm going to teach you a little exercise. And I want you to get out a pen and paper and we're going to do this right now. First, I want you to write down two goals you want to achieve in the next 6 to 12 months. Then I want you to write down why these goals are important. Why are they a must for you? This is not a I should do this kind of goal. It has to be a must. Why must you do this? Why will it change your life for the better? You need to put all this down. Now I want you to write down what keeps you from changing in the past. What have you done in the past that's, that you just kept repeating and didn't get it down? What limiting beliefs or what limiting habits have you kept from changing in the past? And what needs to change? And lastly, what are one or two actionable steps that you can take immediately to move these two goals forward. Are you going to end something? Are you going to call someone? Are you going to work with someone like myself? Are you going to get a mentor? Are you going to get a buddy? What are you going to do today to commit you to follow through? You can't just say you're going to do this as your mind won't believe it because let's be honest, you've told your brain this before but haven't followed through. 
You must take consistent action until it becomes a new behavior or habit. Otherwise, it's just one more thing our brain can use against us again in the future when you want to do or try something different. And as the singer Pink says in her one of her songs, don't let you get you. And you may have in the past, but you can make a different decision today. And as we begin to wrap up this week's episode, I want to remind you of how powerful your mind is. Specifically, your habits and behaviors, because they become the measuring stick from which you believe your life is destined to be. And with the last couple of years being a little more topsy-turvy than usual, some of those habits and behaviors have anchored in fear, stress, anxiety, and even some gloom and doom type thinking. Not because you're weak or because you're lazy, but rather from merely getting knocked off course for a minute. Look, we've all fallen off track in some way or another throughout our journey here on planet Earth. And if you haven't, I'd question your vibrant existence. The excitement and momentum of shifting from chaos, distraction, and being nervous for the future begins the moment you take action towards that shift, not when things get completely shifted. I want to share one last thing with you to help you with what you've set out for yourself to achieve after listening to this episode. And as I do, I want to make sure you're somewhere where you can stand tall and close your eyes. So if that means you got to pause, finish driving wherever you're driving to, and then do it, fine. But be sure and come back. You're not going to want to miss this part. This last part is vital because in order to achieve the goals you've set out for yourself and why you want to achieve them, you need to live there. Feel what it's going to be like when you achieve them. This is one of the major keys to success for many athletes. In in addition to doing their physical activity, their sport, they are constantly doing it in their mind as well. They're running plays, whether it be a runner, whether it be a swimmer, whether it be anybody in the sports world that's reached any kind of level of success, I can tell you, runs their plays, runs their whatever it is that they're doing through their mind. They're not just practicing it physically. They're practicing it mentally. They're seeing themselves achieve that. It's a way of convincing your brain that you've already done it and then your body follows suit. Look, this isn't some kind of hocus pocus. This isn't some kind of airy-fairy stuff I'm trying to to teach you here. I'm telling you, if you don't believe me, you can go talk to anybody who's successful. And especially, I mean, an athlete's a very good example. And ask them if they don't run it through their mind. Ask them if they don't, you know, envision what it's going to be like when they achieve the thing that they do. Our brains honestly don't know the difference between a dream and a fantasy and reality. We create the realities that we see in front of us by our thoughts, by our behaviors, by our habits, by our past experience. And if that 
can be done, and it is done, then we have the ability to shift that. How powerful is that? I don't know, I think it's pretty freaking powerful that we have that much control over our brains if we use the tools to do that. Otherwise, it just runs game on us. And then we're stuck in anxiety, fear, stress, depression, and all the things that are going wrong. You have the ability right now to be able to shift that. So I want you to now, I want to help you now stack three good things on top of what you've already decided you're going to do for yourself. You ready? Cool. I want you to close your eyes and think of three moments in your life that you're really grateful for and one at a time. But I want you to close your eyes and I want you to step into your body as you're in that memory. It could be from 10 years ago, 20 years ago, or even 10 minutes ago. Anything that made you feel grateful because gratitude eliminates the two emotions that get in your way fear and anger. You can't be grateful and fearful simultaneously. And you can't be angry and grateful simultaneously. Gratitude is one of the most important emotions to build. So think of a moment you're grateful for. Think of someone you love. Could be a moment you were proud of. Think of a moment, a birth of a child. Think of any magic moment in your life and just for a moment, step into that. Like you're there in your body and you see what you saw, you hear what you heard, and you feel what you felt. Like you're there right now. Give yourself the gift of feeling so grateful. So from this place, you can follow through without fear, without anger. Remember, life is a gift. Take it all in. Feel like every cell in your body is in it. Breathe like you would breathe when you're grateful. Put the look on your face when that beautiful moment happened. Say thank you and feel it inside your body. Think of a second moment now on top of it. Breathe deep into it. Remember a moment, a little moment that made you feel grateful. Maybe it's a moment with friends or family a blessed moment in your life. Step into your body and feel grateful once again. Breathe it. Feel it. That's it. Like you're there. Celebrate it in your whole body like it's guiding you. Even the problems that have guided you. I want you to think of a third moment that you can be grateful for. Step into that moment now 
and feel it. Feel it as we're stacking these incredibly grateful moments on top of one another. These are your moments. These are your things that you're grateful for. These are the things that you feel blessed for. And it's vital that we stack the good because people aren't necessarily used to doing that. They're used to stacking the negative and they wonder why they never follow through. Think of another beautiful moment and step into it like you're there. Breathe it. Feel it. Enjoy it. Let your body vibrate with that energy. And then with your eyes still closed, I want you to reach your right hand out as if you're grabbing a moment from your future. A moment you're going to be proud of in the near future. And I want you to bring that to your heart. And as you touch your heart, I want you to say yes. And step into that moment like it's a preview of your future. Feel like it's already happening. Again, with your eyes still closed, reach out and grab another moment from your future where you're going to be proud of yourself. Grab that moment that's coming and bring it in and say yes as it touches your heart. That's it. Feel like it's happening to you right now. You are experiencing it. Now reach out and grab one of those things you wrote down that you're going to achieve and bring it in so you feel it like it's already happening. See and feel yourself already achieving that goal. Feeling the joy of it and saying yes. And now for 10 seconds. I want you to grab as many moments as you can for the future. Happy moments, playful moments, loving moments, accomplishing moments, proud moments, stack them all one after another in your heart. Yes, yes, yes. That's it, feel it, breathe it. Take it all in. That's it. That's it. That's it. Mm. Take a deep breath with me. Feel it all. Let it just vibrate in your body. And exhale. And you can open your eyes. Now that you have a great vision for your future, I'd love to know how you're feeling. You can definitely leave me a comment, let me know how you're feeling. I'm also going to encourage you at this point to download and save this episode so you can easily access it and listen to it over and over again as you take action towards living your vibrant life because this is what I know we can get super fired up super excited and in the moment of joy of knowing we darn well want to achieve this thing or that thing 
or have this experience in our lives and then the mundane routine daily operation of our life starts happening and we easily drift away from this feeling that we've been feeling right now so having this episode downloaded you can listen to it on repeat as often as you like you get to do that this helps you stay in the energy and the vibration and the currency of taking your life back especially as we're not out of this crazy influx of a world right now and who knows when that's going to be but you you don't have to be in the influx with your world right now and that's what this episode gets to help you do so please 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 download it save it listen to it again and I'm also going to encourage you to share because I know there isn't just you that's wanting to get out of this crazy ride. There's many of us that want to get out of this crazy ride. And it helps if you're sharing this with them. Because it may just be the thing that gets them off the crazy train too. And last but not least, if you could use a little extra support along the way, I'm going to encourage you to get in touch with me. And here's how you can do that. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B, B as in brown. My website is drkellyray.com. And my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much love.